When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this, check this out. This is the Rich Eisen Show. When Odell takes the field, it will have been what? Yeah, 500 plus days. Since he's played a football game. The Rich Eisen Show. Ravens gave him 15 million bucks. And the Giants are like, yeah, do we give Saquon Barkley 15 million a year? That's what they think. Earlier on the show, the Fire Pit Collective golf writer, Alan Shipnock. Coming up, NBC Sports Boston Patriots insider, Tom Curran. From FX's Justified City Primeval, actor Timothy Oliphant. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air on this Monday show. Overreaction Monday is still to come. My top five quarterbacks in need of a bounce back season. That's still to come. The actor Timothy Oliphant in studio with FX's Justified uh, City Primeval. Uh, he is returning as Raylan Givens, one of my favorite TV characters that he plays. Uh, it's always a delight when he's here in studio, as he will be in hour number three. Good chat with Alan Shipnuck of the Fire Pit Collective with the latest on the Live Tour and the PGA Tour as the Open Championship Week hits. It is, in fact, training camp week opening up in the National Football League. The Jets opening up training camp in the middle of this week. Hard Knocks has been uh, dated, set for a date, uh, August 8th, that will debut uh, with the Jets. Chris Brockman, you mentioned uh, a couple of days hey, ago a report uh, from uh, Ben Volen of the um, of the Boston Globe that Bill Belichick's friends mm-hmm. are privately voicing concern that Belichick may be on the hot seat this year. And you've been talking about this for a while. That I think Belichick I started might the, hot, the hot seat. Did I start the hot oh, seat Oh, sure. Talk? We'll just give you that. <laughs> Thank you. And then when DeAndre Hopkins has chosen the Titans and the Patriots were in that mix too, when that happened... It was time to call up the signal. The Cape Crusader of NBC Sports Boston, mm-hmm. Tom Curran, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Tom? Tremendous. How are you? I'm doing great. I am doing great. You know how humbling it is? got to tell you this real quick. It's yes, sir. so humbling when I hear your list of guests, and then you're coming to me. Hey, brother. I mean, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, I yeah. mean, geez. He's a good... I, I've watched Deadwood front to back three times. Oh, wow. Me too, Tom. And uh, it's it's as great a TV show as any. Uh, I do love it. And I'm going to ask him about it when he comes in and, you know, uh, an hour number three. Um, it's going to be great. Um, so I will send that clip to you later on today, Tom. It's right oh, up your alley. Thanks, buddy. Right up your alley. Um, let's jump into this here. Um, I'll ask it and with a Patriots lens. Why did Hopkins choose the Titans over the Patriots? Do you think, Tom? Feels like the dough. Feels like the Patriots kind of drew a line in the sand on how much they were willing to spend on DeAndre Hopkins. And because that $15 million, 12 with incentives to bring him to 15 given by Tennessee, is not exorbitant. And it's head-scratching to me relative to the Patriots, who just came off of a two-year, $22 million deal for Nelson Aguilar, who wasn't nearly... 50% the player DeAndre Hopkins was when he came in, and he wasn't even 20% of the player DeAndre Hopkins was in the two years he was here. Patriots spend $8, 9 $10 million 
annually on special teamers in a league that's trying to push away from the Patriots have more cap space, Rich, than anybody else in the league next year by about $60 million. And they have a ton right now. They had room to do it. And I just don't understand why in a highly leveraged season, they didn't say, let's just go in on this guy. We need him. Is it something other than money then? Was it definitely not apples to apples? Do you know, um, you know, uh, first blush here, if the Patriots just were not as competitive on the money front as Tennessee? My feeling is it's certainly that's the case. You know, there were reservations voiced to me from folks, you know, within the building of, of okay, how's the culture fit going to be? Not in the way of, and this is important if this gets clipped, not in the way of mm. he's a bad guy, right. not in the way of he's going to be an irritant, but more of he doesn't like to practice. He's not on all the details. He's not the most precise player. And that happens a lot with whether it's Darrell Revis, who I should not say didn't like to practice, but you, know, you bring a player in who's so thoroughly established elsewhere and say, okay, you're going to hew to the rules and regulations we have here. And they might be like, yeah, I don't do it that way. So there was concern about that. Maybe the Patriots didn't want to go that far, but he had a two day visit with them. It, it's, uh, he's got the familiarity. It, I'm not saying that he would have been a panacea to all the things that ailed him. But you're going to look at Mac Jones at the end of the year and make an evaluation as you head into the fourth year and decide whether or not he's going to be your quarterback to 2030 or are you going to say so long after 2024? What about this setup uh, in New England that might not have, I guess, vibed with with Hopkins? Um, Obviously, Bill O'Brien is his former head coach and the one who sent him to Arizona to begin with, and um, now he's the OC there. Is that all copacetic based on from what you were hearing and understanding, Tom? Yes, 100%. Based on what I'm hearing and understanding, 100%. Um, that was buried. Now, was that lip service paid over the course of time? And those are other reports <clears throat> that uh, Greg Bedard from Boston Sports Journal had mentioned, as well as <clears throat> you know indications that O'Brien I think has given too that it was dead and buried. He wouldn't have taken a two day visit here if he wasn't the least bit. I mean, that's, that's a lot. If you want to prime the pump for a bigger payday someplace else to spend two days in Boston in late June. So he did. So, so I would imagine everything was copacetic. Well, our friend Breer saying that uh, Hopkins was texting with Vrabel during his Patriots visit. Did you see that one, Tom? I didn't, but I trust, I fully trust uh, Albert. Um, I mean, if you're at one car dealership bidding on a similar car across the street, and you go, "Hey, these people are uh, giving me a deal on the on the <laughs> formats. Can you guys do that? You're gonna do it." The true coat. He wanted the true coat kicked in. Is that what you're saying? You want it a little? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a little Fargo for you, right? That's there, it, too, right? right? That's it. You got you my know, reference. We're taking a little fine. That's right. That's right. Little far- little Fargo for you, right there. Um, again, you can see I'm just hunting and pecking because um, maybe also he, you know, figured he's going to be the man in Tennessee and then part of the Patriot way. And I, I, I don't know, did Devontae Parker also say something that caused Hopkins essentially yeah. to tweet, hey, you know, I'm a value add to any room, you know, hey, my message to all receivers that might uh, be on a team that I'm looking at, uh, I'm a value add. I'm not taking away food off your table, essentially, right? Did something yeah, happen I, there? I think I think when we look at the landscape of why is DeAndre Hopkins today going to be a Titan and not a Patriot, 
I think it might have more to do with the Titans and Hopkins. Maybe more to do with the Titans. When you lose A.J. Brown, I looked at this yesterday just to see how bad their offense was. They only scored in the final 12 games, Tennessee, more than 20 points two times. They scored 22 and 27. The 27 was their season high. They were pretty pathetic on offense. I don't even know how many defensive or return touchdowns were involved in some of those games. But they were pathetic. And you can absolutely trace it to the absence of A.J. Brown. And you saw my Vrabel video after A.J. Brown was traded, the news from that draft night where he kind of got up and looked a little disgusted. Oh, yeah. So I would imagine Vrabel sitting there after a 7-10 and season saying, I know what went wrong. This is the only way available to us to try and rectify it. Let's do it. So I think that Tennessee was more motivated. As far as the Patriots and Devontae Parker, the Patriots should be able to, with a straight face, walk into training camp and say, if these guys play all at the potential level that they should, Parker, Bourne, Tyquan Thornton as a second-year player, Juju, Hunter Henry, Jasicki, Ramondre Stevenson, they should be an offense that should be able to figure its way to 24 points a week. So I get it. Yeah, I mean, um, you're right. Uh, the the Titans needed Hopkins more than the Patriots did. That's for sure. Um, you know, yeah. I saw um, that that Vrabel was until Hopkins uh, agreed to terms. The Titan with the most career touchdown receptions on in that building. You know, like that's the truth. He was leading his own damn receiver room with his career, uh, thanks to all those times that Brady targeted him. So they 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 needed him. Uh, I understand that. What about the Patriots needing one piece of shiny material uh, added in this uh, late stage because the AFC East is so damn deep right now? What about that yeah. sense with Dalvin Cook sitting out there right now, Tom? My greater concerns for the Patriots right now are Trent Brown, their left tackle, who did not perform well last year. Showed up way to the mandatory minicamp, was only able to make it through one drill, which looked like a conditioning issue, um, and adjourned to the lower practice field. What shape is he going to come back in in a week and a half? A week, really. What shape will he come back in? And can he protect Mac Jones? Because if he can't, and the rest of that line is okay, not great, okay, then you're going to have another season of kind of just treading water unless Bill O'Brien can get this team to where it was with Brady and McDaniels where the ball's coming out so fast nobody can be bothered. Mac Jones can do that. He's just got the worst separating group of receivers in the National Football League. These guys create zero separation. Devontae Parker has been last in the league in separation for the past three years, like 146 out of 146. And if that's your quote-unquote one, that's an issue for a young quarterback. So how has Mac Jones seemed to you? Any different? What do you got? Yeah, uh, I think that he's willing to, which I'm not sure Bill has been, but I think Mac is willing to acknowledge that, look, you know, I, I, I let my emotions get the better of me after holding them in check for a long time. Um, I'm going to be a better leader this year. I think he's got great leadership skills, but he's also got a little bit of the tennis brat in him, mm. which Brady did too. But it's it's different. I don't want to compare him to Brady all the time, but he can be a little bit more 
on his own when he's pissed off. Yeah, but Brady never had his Brady never had as his Sherpa two guys who'd never done it before in some weird that, power structure. You know, like <laughs> I, I, honestly, like I mean, uh, you're so right. So yeah, people are like, go ahead. Sorry, Rich. No, it's the I, I. You know, that's that's the ultimate question here, and that's what I think has placed. Belichick in in the conversation. Oddly enough, uh, I'm stunned by it as 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 need, needing to win this year to avoid a hot seat scenario in New England. It's basically last year and what happened with Mac Jones and that offense um, can be placed uh, in the bucket of the weird Matt Patricia Joe Judge gambit that clearly didn't work uh, and everybody thought wasn't going to work and was pointing out while it was being formed, this isn't looking too great. So, yeah, maybe that's why Mac Jones's uh, tennis brat came out a little bit more than expected. 100%. 100%. I mean, everyone knew in training camp, Mac Jones included, that it was head-scratchingly difficult to understand what the aim was. I mean, they were in, they were a train wreck in training camp, practice after practice. <laughs> Zero games are like... Said <laughs> some players walking through the line unblocked and just raising their hand to say, "You guys forgot me." Instead of finishing off, <laughs> just tackling quarterback, it was just bizarre. And uh, I thought it would get better. And there were moments when it did. There was a period of time when they were fairly effective, but as the rest of the league improved offensively and defensively, they just got raced past. And you know, you talk about avoiding the hot seat. Rich, he's on the hot seat, and he's been there at different levels of warmth since 2019. Really? And let me look at it this, look at it this way. In 2019, Tom Brady wanted a two-year, $50 million guaranteed uh, contract, just like Drew Brees had. He presumed he was going to get that. In training camp, it still was not forthcoming. He's like, you know what? If I don't get this thing, I'm walking out. It was explained to Belichick that was the case. They got something done. It was not a two-year guaranteed contract. It was two years with a team option. So at that point, Brady, as we all know, said, okay, party's over. I'm leaving at the end of the year. And he had dalliances with Miami and everything else. So as that progressed, the team gets to 8-0 and in that season. Brady's pissed. Kraft is looking at it as, okay, well, if we're moving on from this guy, I hope we have a good plan. Brady leaves. Belichick somehow convinces Kraft that not spending that money on Tom Brady was a great idea. He wins the Super Bowl. The Patriots, under Cam Newton, because they don't have a plan, were a train wreck offensively. They have a good 2021. They bounce back tremendously with McDaniels doing a great job of orchestrating things with, with Jones. McDaniels leaves. Again, no plan for replacement. All those guys they spent $172 million on <clears throat> in guaranteed money in 2022 are so bad. And the decision to have Patricia and Judge running the offense caused it a massive regression and dysfunction. They were one of the worst teams in the league, coach-wise, in terms of penalties and situational football. And that just shouldn't happen. So Kraft has pointed out, and I'm babbling here, a number of times, I'm anxious. I want results, and he's not getting them. And I wonder if Belichick had already passed Shula or was it even within hailing distance of Shula if we would really have this kind of a hand-wringing what-do-you-do-about-Bill conversation. Because it's, it's not just last year. It goes back to 
the midway point of 2019. Man, so what does this year need to look like, Tom? Better. That's all. I, well, mean, I mean, better. I better means what? I, I mean, I mean, it, it, I of, of all I the years, be record. of all the years for the Jets to get Rodgers, uh, the Dolphins, the Dolphins to add Vic Fangio, which is the one ad that I think few people are talking about. With Dalvin Cook might be yeah. coming. The Bills are the Bills. You know, Burrow is Burrow. Mahomes is Mahomes. I mean, this is you know better what does better look like they got to make the playoffs and win a game i mean i understand better is um as as a concept but but you know yep. best no, you could tell I, no, what what does it need to i have an answer okay Kraft has already started walking back the demand for a playoff win you can sense it in him saying you know i expect us to be a good team this year but our schedule is something else so last year he indicated it's been three years since we won a playoff game i expect to win one now um this year they didn't come close to doing that so now you're looking at a situation where you would expect Kraft to ratchet that up he's kind of walking it back explaining how difficult the schedule is but you can't be situationally stupid you can't have a quarterback who is so disgusted on a regular basis that he's gesturing towards the sidelines and in disgust um, you can't seem as if you have no clue. You can't be one of the worst teams in the red zone or on third down. All of those things can't happen. If you improve and you're in the top 10 and you're losing games where you just get outplayed instead of lateraling over your head with the game, you a better shot, even if the team finishes 8-9. and nine. But if they look disorganized, dysfunctional, and the discipline's out the window – then they might say that was that was a great run, but can you go upstairs and just watch Gerard coach next year? Is that who it is? That's it. It would be Gerard Mayo. It, it wouldn't be somebody on a list in, in the RKK top right hand drawer in college. He wouldn't go YOLO with Saban. I, I mean, seriously. My sense is my sense is it's, it's probably Gerard Mayo. Okay, very just... important to the craft. They released a, a statement at the beginning of the off season. The team was working towards an extension with him. Because his contract was up, team never releases any information about any extensions, much less an assistant coach. So I think it's important to the Crafts and Mayo that it be out there that it's apparent that he is next in line to be a head coach in the NFL in the place that he played. Wow. And I think he's an extension of Bill, too, Rich. He's the guy Bill drafted. He's the guy that Bill has um, helped inspire and and a vessel as a, as a leader and I think that maybe Bill would be okay with it but how close does he get to Shula or does he just pass Shula and we don't have to have this what will be kind of a painful thing to cover. Well he's he's um, he's 20 behind Shula that, that ain't happening this year I mean actually he's 30. He's 30 wins behind Shula right now. No 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 he's 19 Oh, we're talking about uh, playoffs included. Yeah. Okay. They include the playoffs. All right. So then they're 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 not getting 19. There's only 17 of them out there this year, unless I guess get to the uh, AFC Championship game. Uh, Yeah. He's not passing Shula this year. Super Bowl. So yeah, undefeated season game. You know what I mean? Like so. Let's let's just brass tax it as I send you off onto your Monday, and I appreciate the time here, Tom Curran. So you're saying. As we're sitting here on the day that we have learned, uh, full first full business day that DeAndre Hopkins isn't coming, he's going to Vrabel's Titans. That going into this season, um, where 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 the Patriots are plan is Bill O'Brien's here. Offense is going to be better with some of the weapons that we've added. 
as well as O'Brien. He's he's clearly an old hand at this. He knows exactly the way that it worked with Brady. And that red ass that he is will be fine with Mac Jones in the same way, you know, he and Brady meshed. Obviously, Mac Jones isn't Brady, but that's the plan there. And if it doesn't work out to a certain point, Belichick may, may be uh, coaching his last season in New England with his successor on his staff. That's basically what you're saying going into the season for the Patriots. Is that accurate? As someone who, as someone who covers the team as intimately as anyone, I look at Robert Kraft and knowing Robert Kraft and the Kraft family, there's a point at which the growling and the saber rattling has to amount to something. And he has growled and saber rattled for going on three years. He's dissatisfied with the results. He does not dislike Bill. I'm sure he wouldn't want to move on from him, but he's intensely dissatisfied with the results and intensely dissatisfied with what happened last season. So my presumption is, as I sit here, that a man is successful and as urgent as Robert Kraft is going to make a decision on what does it look like if I just continue to bark on the porch? Don't I have to bite little doggy at some point? Little reservoir dogs for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got it. Tom, thanks for the call, brother. Well, Let's do this in training camp. I'm on vacation, you know. Where are you? <laughs> well, I, we, we, we were in Aruba last week, but we're oh. back now. This is the staycation portion. Oh, okay. When do you go? When 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 does training camp start? When does the uh, work start? And really, we kick it in kick it in the beginning of next week because training camp opens next Wednesday. Okay. So once the week begins, it's always you know it's you know we're into it. We're into right. it kind of now. Fresh back from Aruba. Do That's you tan? No problem. Do you tan, Tom, or you just burn? You burn or tan? No, huh? I'm all, no. I'll send you my corpse like picture in a swim shirt. Okay. Fell asleep in the pool. My wife took a picture. It looked like all you had to do was put some rosary beads over my hands, and I was done. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. so you're if if this was a gas gauge, uh, you'd be you'd be E, and Breer would be F because you know he's tan right now. You know he's probably like George Hamilton right now from his Nantucket uh, getaway. So. That's basically what we got. I have ne- you know, I've never been to Nantucket in my life. What the hell? Wow. But you've been to Aruba. You know, there's a beautiful <laughs> island. Just, a, just you know, a hop skip from you. Take a little ferry. Go to New Bedford. You know. know? Take a ferry. I know. Okay. You take care of One yourself. Of those things growing up here, you, know, you just look at it and go, that's a hoity-toity joint. I ain't going. Okay. <laughs> hoity-toity. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, that's Tom Curran. Have a great Tommy. week, guys. Right back at you. Tom E. Curran. Always get the scoop from him. <laughs> the best rich is when we were in Arizona, me and Brockmer at the corner, and he turns, he goes, it's Tom Kern behind us. <laughs> and it was Tom, and we had never met him before. So it was, yeah, it was he's a, good people, man. Good people. It was good, cool to meet him. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and uh, I'll get your two cents before we overreact to everything else. Overreaction Monday, coming back. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed back here on the program tom curran how many by the way it, that's a Tommy. new thing is an, an NFL information individual telling us where they are and then sending a photograph or any interview, right? We've had we, we I, can do I a like, series of these things, right? We've I, had, we've yeah. had Pelissero cutting his hair. We've and had playing golf uh, and playing golf mm-hmm. or sitting shotgun with Garofolo. Yep. Uh, we had Jeff Passan in some weird, <laughs> you know, ice, 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 room, ice room, room with, with tubes and whatever. Yep. Uh, Tom Carr and I said, uh, you know, do you burn or you, do you tan? He said, neither. Uh, what do you say? If he had rosary beads in his hands, be he would look, he'd be a corpse. <laughs> well, let's see if that backs it up. There it is. <laughs> wow. Look at the the freckled hands. <laughs> I mean, he's very Irish, so the Irish I mean, burn. I got to be honest with you. There I respect were, the shirt over top. Too. By the way, new. This is our avatar of our new potential team name, Tom Curran's thigh meat. Oh wow. Is that a good? Is that a good? Is that a good fantasy name? Those are still longer than most. Tom Curran's Tommy looks like the Pope on vacation. He is out. Look at the hat. He looks very comfortable. Hey, I'm on vacation. I love how he just threw that out there. <laughs> he was not in Aruba. He said he, he was in Aruba. This is now the staycation portion. So that's got to be from Aruba, or is that from today? That could be in his crib. Who knows? He could have been. That could have been during our conversation. <laughs> he's lounging by the pool, talking to Rich Eisen. He's lounging. Look at Tommy. He's not wrong. If there are rosaries, we we would oh, be no, yeah, just just oh. see ya. Last rites. <laughs> oh, yellow. Look at look at a yellow. The what? That's a choice of. Uh, Swimming trunks. It's, that's, it's a choice. His whole rash outfit guard. Is, his, a little rash. His whole outfit is a choice. I mean, yellow and blue. <laughs> yellow and blue match. Yeah, very. You know, uh, I know. It's very. Well, that was like the Red um, Sox uh, city. Uh, yeah, city yeah, Connects. yeah. Where I was going to go. That yeah. does. Yeah, that does. That's not maze. That's like bright yellow. Yeah, that's a like UCLA. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. No, that's an eight clap. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Are you at the point where nine and eight means let's see what, what Gerard Mayo's got? Let's try something else. We're nine, done. Nine and eight? No. If it's nine and eight, but the offense looks like it's really made improvements and there's something there to build on, you know, beyond 2023, 
no, I think we're good. We'd run it back. Maybe try to get another playmaker in the draft. So you're you're not ready to give Bill the shove because by the way, not at nine and eight, but if it's six, 11, seven and 10, and it just doesn't look good. I find that hard to believe they're too good to go six and 11. That would have to be, that would have to be injuries. That would have to be. I agree with that. Some major something's happened. The defense is too good to go six and 11 or seven and 10 next year. They are in that eight and nine, nine and eight, depending how the ball bounces, 10, maybe 11. If they kind of play above their skis a little bit. Again, I, I, we keep bringing this up because it's the uh, semifinals of the NBA in-season tournament. That's a huge week. Patriots-Steelers, week 14, Where's that Thursday game night. It's in Pittsburgh. Belichick on one sideline, Tomlin on the other. That just reeks of both teams fighting for spots five, six, or seven. Yeah, yeah. I think the loser of that game is out. I don't know about that. Because they're going to have the tiebreaker on the other. That will be a crucial game. I, I, I just feel it in my bones. I feel it. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, that is definitely one to put a pin in. I can you. feel it. But the, the, the bottom line is Belichick coaching for his tenure still just doesn't ring right to me. But he, you heard Karin say that the Crafts have been barking on the porch for a few years now. I'll just say this. If Belichick didn't want to pay Brady, couldn't Kraft have base? If Kraft was the one who ordered the code red to get Jimmy Garoppolo out, why couldn't Kraft have said, we're paying Tom what he wants? Why is that left at Belichick's doorstep? Like Curran just... Opine. I think that's a fair question. You know, if he's if, the owner of the if team, Robert is he, the end all be all. Right. You can't pick and choose if you're him when it. Well, Bill has decisions over the roster. You can't pick and choose that if you were the one that. And even if traded Jimmy, even if Belichick does have that contractual right, of all the players that you can come in and say, yeah, there's a new fine print. In town, and it's called me making the decision instead of you. It's for Tom Brady, don't you think? The roster also wasn't good in 2020. You know, obviously the Bucks won the Super Bowl that year. They had much more skill well, and Tom, talent right, on the team, right. top to bottom. 2019 ended with Brady throwing that pick it, six out of desperation. They against were kind Tennessee. of fortunate to make the playoffs that year, anyway. Can't make it out that Mike Vrabel's team was the one who ended Brady's reign in New England. Can't make that stuff up, brother. I just find it hard to believe that Belichick's coaching for his job and has his successor on the staff. You want to talk about self-confidence, you know? And I know I mentioned his YOLO Saban, and I know that that's ridiculous to say that, that Saban's not a, is his, you know, he's the same age as Bill, to go out and... Yeah with everything sitting there in Alabama. But don't you think they would, I don't know, look to the college ranks to get somebody there? Mm, I don't or think so. Or just stick with their own guy? Yeah, I mean. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Okay, it's a Monday. Let's do it. Uh, it's a, it's one of our favorite segments here on the Rich Eisen Show. It's time to overreact to stuff, even though the, you know, the football season's a, a while away. It doesn't matter. You can overreact on any Monday, and this is one of them. Hit it. 
That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. Hi, Christopher. How about it, sir? Hey, everybody. Oh, God. Hey. Hey, thanks, Jay. You're Hi, right. Chris. Hey. Hey, TJ. <laughs> what up, though? I don't understand why you start segments that way when it's the middle of the show. We've said hello to each other literally for an it's hour and a half. What's up? That's <laughs> <laughs> how he does it. All right. Winning, winning came secondary for D-Hop signing with the Titans. Hmm. Well, you're, you're saying that as a Patriot fan or you're just saying that? I'm saying as they're not going to win a lot of games. Which, where does he have a better shot to win the division? Kansas Dallas. City. Where does he have? Oh, oh, Buff, I Buffalo. see what you're saying. Like, yeah, well, he, he, dude, he chose dollars would, over wins. Well, DeAndre Hopkins is a free agent, and so why would he go ahead and say, "I'll take five, six million because well, I've made a lot of money, and I don't have a, I have money in one hand, and I have zero rings in the other. What, what would balance this out? Oh, if I got a ring in one hand. Yeah, I, I he could have taken the Odell route. Without, you know, the knee getting blown out, uh, I'll go win a ring and then become one of the hottest commodities on a free agent market next year. He could have done that. He could have gone one year, what, six, seven million, been up there in Western New York or being introduced in Kansas City and having a better shot to win it all. Yeah, couldn't Patrick Mahomes been like, hey, I'll put you in a couple Coors Light commercials and we'll uh, offset some of the cash that way. Or he's just, screw it. I'm sick and tired of seeing all these guys make money. It's time for me too, and I also go to a spot where, you know, the coach of the year from a year ago resides, and I also know the offensive coordinator, and Derrick Henry's there, and Ryan Tannehill needs to win this year, and this team was winning the division until everything went completely haywire, not their own fault. I mean, there are ways to to spin this. And it's but, a place where only four wide receivers have had thousand yard seasons in the last ten years. Interesting. So, like, hey, but here's the deal. I, I take that back. Not four wide receivers, Rich. Four thousand yard seasons because AJ had two or three of them. Yeah. So, so. I, I, look, I I can't sit here and say the Titans are uh, one of the top ten teams to win the Super Bowl right now, but they're one of two teams with a great shot to win their division. And that's what he chose. But you're right. If he wanted to take less money, there would have been a whole host of teams from the Cowboys to, I imagine, the uh, Bills and the Chiefs, teams that have a better shot in the fans' mind's eye. But we'll see. When Titan training camp hits, they're not sitting there thinking, we have no shot. They're thinking, we've got nuke. Let's go. Yeah, that's true. What else you got over there, Chris? All right, a team we're not really talking much about, but is another one of those who has a chance to win their division, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Levante David recently praised Baker Mayfield's impact on the locker room. Uh, We assume he's going to be the starter. He probably put up a good season with uh, some of the weapons they have down there. So, Baker Mayfield redemption season? Oh, yeah, man. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, of course. And that's the thing I kind of don't understand, you know, um, about the whole Kyle Trask um, aspect of this in a competition. But that's the way Todd Bowles wants to run it. And then, of course, there's also somebody who's out there that's just going to loom over this whole thing. And I know you're saying, Rich, why do you stir up Tom Brady? Why do you do it? Yeah, why? You you know why. Read the quotes. Excuse me. (laughs) I'm not stirring up Tom Brady. You're just reporting 
Antoine Winfield Jr. Did you see this? I did. Yeah, he he plays on the Buccaneers. He he is on the Buccaneers. Good um, player. He was on Wanna, Richard Sherman's podcast. Super I've heard of Richard Sherman. Yeah, hey, he's good. He was good. I'm sure we're still reaching out to him. Him being Brady, I'm being Antoine Winfield Jr., who plays on the Buccaneers. Happy I'm sure him. we're still reaching out to him, trying to see if he's trying to come back to the team. Hey, it could happen. Anything's possible. Sherman said uh, he doesn't put anything past Brady, and Winfield said it's up in the air, man. Oh, really? Where's the up? Where's the air? Tampa. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. The Gulf Coast. That looms until Toe meets ball. And we'll see Baker Mayfield, who, you know, came on this program after signing with the Bucks, And he is totally got his head screwed on perfectly right about this situation. But you know there's a chip and it's on his shoulder. And he's going to want to treat the rest of the National Football League, you know, the manner in which he's seemingly always done it, you know. Mike so. Evans still there. Chris Godwin's still there. He's gonna. He wants to. I think he wants to treat the rest of the National Football League like Hugh Jackson looking for a handshake. <laughs> what else you got over there, Chris? Hugh Jackson. Hey, who hey. else has a good podcast? Tyreek Hill. Did you hear what he said? Play it. This is hilarious. Oh, Go. we've got. We've got. We it. got sound. Wow. Roll it. Impressive. You breaking two thousand yards next year? I will break two thousand yards next year, bro. Y'all heard him. He just checking stuff off his bucket list. <laughs> And all I'm going to say is 2,000 yards was on my bucket list to get, bro, before I leave this league. And y'all think the cheater going to leave without doing something he promised himself he going to do as a as a jit? I got y'all, baby. 2,000 yards and another Super Bowl. We getting that. Believe that. <laughs> Believe that. 2,000 well, yards and a Super Bowl. How about this? Tyree Kill is going to hit on one of his two crazy predictions this year. Um... That's not an overreaction, right? I mean, he's supremely talented. What he just did, though, if you just heard that, this is incredibly impressive. He went triple crown on talking in the first, second, and third person. (laughs) He used the word I, he, and cheetah. (laughs) Okay, see, he went third person and cheetah, and then referred to cheetah as he, second person, and then said I. First person. Impressive. It's not easy to do that in one single soundbite. And if he can do that, I think he can pull everything off. However, to get 2,000 yards, you know, two has got to throw for what? Five? Five. Thousand? By the way, it's never been done before. Ever. I get it. There's an extra game now, as we know. We're going to have to stop referring to it as an extra game because it exists. It exists. On a yearly basis now, forevermore. Um, But Jalen Waddle's still on that team. And... He's going to get his because he's Jalen Waddle, and that's not, that's not a denigrating Tyreek Hill, a.k.a. I, he, Cheetah. <laughs> Props but, to you for picking up on that, by the way. No, oh, come on. I'm, uh, my third person alert I, is it's, it's keen. It's a, it's, it's a pungent sense to me <laughs> that I have. Um, so Tua's going to have to throw for, be healthy and throw for 5,000 yards for Tyreek Hill to get 2,000 in an offense where the ball needs to be shared and will. Certainly if Dalvin Cook gets there. Can't put it past him. What else you got over there, Chris? All right, last week, uh, Justin Jefferson was asked his top five quarterbacks, and he said Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and Joe Burrow. He did not say Kirk Cousins. Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. It's weird because he doesn't play with any of those guys. How about this? Kirk Cousins can be a top five quarterback this year. 
Remember Michael Irvin said he was the MVP of the season going into the year last year? Yeah. And he about two-thirds of the season in, Kirk was in that conversation. And by the way, we're all talking about the behind-the-scenes, mic'd-up stuff about Mahomes in the quarterback series on Netflix. Kirk Cousins has got it's been that dog in him, yeah. right, to use that yeah. phrase? Um, sure, I, I, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and say Kirk Cousins is garbage and he can't be a top-five quarterback this year. he have the second-most wins last year? It was 13-4. Hey, man, If again, I keep saying... I keep returning this running back market. I know it's not a running back league, but if Alexander Madison does not do Dalvin Cook things, then Kirk Cousins is going to have problems fading back to pass. Period. End of story. I mean, it's a team game, folks. So, you know. By the way, no one in the NFL is garbage. Let's put that out. No, I, I, you know, I I understand that. I'm referring to what, how fans think of Cousins. And so, sure, can he be a top five quarterback? Like, where? Like, he's. He's up there with Mahomes and Burrow and Allen and, and so, Rodgers. So what Cousins, are you measuring that by, Chris? Wins, touchdown passes, yardage? All, all, all of it. All Cousins of has 4,000 yards passing in seven of the last eight years. So if he goes, what, say they're 12-5, and 5,000 5, yards, 38 touchdowns, and 10 picks, that's a top five year. He's going to make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be I, in the all-pro discussion. You. I got you. Again, I, I can't sit here and say no chance. But I'll, I'll give that I'll give that an overreaction. What are we overreacting to? To his last few years or whatever? But no, just the idea that you don't even have him better than Dak Prescott. So when the stats definitely and I the like wins Dak say Prescott, otherwise, man. So that means Dak is top two. Then. I like Dak, guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I mean we're gonna have to see Jordan Addison. How does he do? KJ Osborne. I mean. And does Jalen Rager step it up finally? By the way, I mean, I TJ Hawkinson is there. Yeah, you know, Hawks like, there. Th- th- this is an Alexander Madison. Like, this is going to be. I mean, it's their division. I am. Taking, I don't know why everyone's on the Lion bandwagon, question, but this team is, won 13 games last how year. How many people can you put on Justin Jefferson? Uh, I mean, you could, that's it. You could safely try. I'll let everyone else beat me. Let everyone else beat me. You got one more over there, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Otani went yard over the weekend. I'm going to say he's not going to get traded, but he will hit 60 home runs. Not an, That's not an over, overreaction at all. He's on pace to hit in the high 50s right now. And, um, and you know, the Angels are, are close enough, I guess, in hailing distance for them to still look at their fan base and say, we're not trading Otani. Yankees pull into town. That's a big, huge-ass series here in Southern California with the Yankees having lost two of three to the Rockies. You going? I am not right now, no. <laughs> I, I am not. Um, so last year at this time, Aaron Judge had 33 home runs. Yeah, and he's so Atani, ahead of that Atani's pace. One ahead I get of it. That pace. I get it. Well, he's the MVP. I've got some thoughts on this subject matter. MVP of what? They're not in the playoffs. I I, I understand that, pal. I I get <laughs> it. I, 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 I get it. Dallas Garcia and the Rangers are blowing everybody out. Numbers are just as good. I got would, it. Would this make everyone feel better if we changed MVP yes. to MOP? Most just, outstanding player. Just left or just give that. out two awards like the, the NFL. Offensive player of the year and MVP. There's two there's two different we things. We could do that. There we Maybe go. I mean, they could. Isn't that interesting? We just Sorry. got nuanced and smart in an overreaction segment. That's rare. Arius <laughs> consulting. Sorry, I'll go back to my other again, one. <laughs> again, if one person can go first, second, and third person in a single soundbite, we can be more nuanced on an overreaction. <laughs> Monday segment, and that's where we're taking our cue from Tyreek Hill. All right, when we come back, um, that's it. When we come back, I uh, <laughs> I, I uh, backtrack. What? I, I rescind. Oh, your remarks about Dallas? An error and an omission. Oh.
I resend. What am I referring to? That's next. This is The Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. May have missed this over the weekend on Saturday. Amidst everything going on, uh, the Lakers Twitter account tweeted it out. In case you missed it, uh, the Lakers tweeted out Saturday that it's official. 23 is back. (laughs) This is three days after LeBron made the announcement that he's returning for a 21st season in the NBA that we all assumed was an unnecessary announcement because we assumed it was happening. So the Lakers... He's going back... Le- well, he's going switching his jersey. He, he was wearing yeah, that's number what Oh, I see. He's been wearing number being, six the last yeah. two years. Oh, 23 and now years he's back. back because and now, six has been retired by the entire right. league. So, so if you're wearing six, you kind of oh, get it graced. Now I get it. I thought this was just like them no. trying to no, no, perpetuate. Like, well, I don't want to wear six anymore. Okay. Yeah, because everyone, no one else is wearing six. But so. guess what? Also, players get a share of jersey sales. So this is a money grab oh, by Mike, LeBron. Stop it. And here I thought it was the Lakers just back nah. in his play. Nah, it was that he's of back. The, the Bill Russell. I see. No, okay. Money yeah, I'm learning. Yeah. I don't think that's enough. I mean, LeBron's got money, bro. I don't. So what? Rich people want more money. <laughs> well, then you answered your DeAndre Hopkins question. You said yes. Well, LeBron has rings already. Well, that's not what you 23 said. Twenty-three is back. Twenty-three is back, guys. Twenty-three is back. Yeah. Cool. But hasn't Anthony Davis been wearing twenty-three? No. Has he? That's why LeBron gave it up in the first place. Is Anthony Davis? Wait a second. I remember that was a yeah. Hold up. I, no, I think he <laughs> wears. I'm three, not in though. tune on the Lakers. Oh roster. yeah, no. Anthony Davis wears three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anthony Davis wears three. They should give it to the real goat on that team, Austin Reeves. <laughs> Gabe Vincent is a <laughs> sneaky great signing by the Lakers. <laughs> by the way. I yeah, love the, that sign. Did the Lakers have the same cap as the rest of the the NBA? Because when you say cap, blue cap, <laughs> salary cap, okay. no cap. Back here on the Rich Eisen show. <laughs> All right, I've been doing a lot of thinking, guys. All right, this is great. About about life. 
No, well, I mean, when I say something on the air, I mean it, and I, I sometimes ruminate, am I right, am I wrong? I sometimes spend too much time yeah, on that. You're not like your, con, your contemporaries. No, yeah, where I just say it and, and move on and hope you click on it, and, yeah. and then, you know, never... Contradict yourself 48 never, hours later. Exactly, yeah. never forget it you or don't whatever. Do that. No I don't, guys, I don't. So no I've, I've been doing a lot of thinking, um, and this weekend's events have definitely helped me gain a little bit more clarity on this opinion that I had last week. Okay. I am now officially believing I cannot get a point off of Carlos Alvarez. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I've come around. Thank you for sitting on that that and thinking and ruminating. I've really thought a lot about it. Yep. Yep. You know, and I, I saw him, uh, I saw him against, uh, Jokovic. Yep. Um, And I I saw what he did, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) caused the greatest player, arguably, in the history of the game to abuse his racket (laughs) (laughs) and come back and get through a a classic Jokovic bathroom break. That was such By the way, yes, man. Did he have reading material in like, there? Dude, like, he, what's he was doing? Was he scrolling Instagram? Like, what, what is was happening? he doing? By the way, of all <laughs> the things, I mean, if I'm ever at like a dinner party or something, I gotta go to the bathroom and I'm timing it. Like, if it's longer than 90 seconds, people are wondering. I don't want them thinking like I, like there's uh-huh. There's something going on this here. Eight, nine minutes. Could you imagine the leaving the King of England waiting? Bond? <laughs> Brad Pitt. Uh, you they're all there. Brad Pitt, yeah. I mean, you're just like, hey, is he coming out? It's not like it was almost a five-hour match anyway. Does he need, an, you know, the latest car and driver in there? <laughs> Whatever he's reading? Cigar aficionado. I don't know what it is. What is he doing? <laughs> what is going on? Toilets! <laughs> Lou, pardon me, Lou. Lou. Oh, oh, water closet or Lou. <laughs> but Alcaraz survived it all. Jeez, this kid's amazing. And um, I don't think <laughs> I could get a point off okay. of him. That I, okay. I thought like the ninth, by the, again, the ninth yeah, service game. Second set, I'd be able to time one of them up enough. So just, and boom. But I spoke about this with the, the poker crew last week. I, I threw that out there. Uh-huh. They, um, to a man, um, largely agreed with you, Chris, that I would not be able to get a point off of him. Okay. They brought up the point, like, would he know what my goal was? Like, would he know he could not give up a point? Yeah, I think you got to tell Oh, me. oh, oh, I see. Like, that made a difference that they all thought the point I would get would be him just goofing around and hitting one out. Like it would be an unforced error by him because he just didn't know that he could not lose a single point. But if he's aware of But if he is aware Uh that my goal was to get one single point off of him in three sets of action, that he would not give up a single point. Like he would focus enough Love, 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 love. But then, of course, I push back to say, well, what if it is six love, six love, five love, last, like, last Uh set, can he, can he close? Whether he had the nerve to finish you off. (laughs) Without losing a point, you know, what he, what is, what he tighten up. And then I saw what he did, you know, on um, center court at Wimbledon. 
against Novak Djokovic and um, who hadn't lost on center court in nearly ten years. Four-time defending champions. Okay, Chris. Which is why I'm now moonwalking a bit. I'm backtracking. Okay. And I do not believe now I would get a single point off of Carlos Alcaraz. Well, you know, Steve Weissman, who sits in with us, he's, yes. in, he's over in Wimbledon, and we were texting yeah, each other. Tennis, he's a tennis man. We were texting yeah. each other during that 27-minute game that, that those guys had. Unbelievable. And, and he backed up what he tweeted. He goes, he literally says, I still think Rich gets a point off of Carlos, and I replied something that I can't read yes. on air. <laughs> and he goes, it's just one point. Somehow it happens. I so, know. Th- that's, again, it would not be a winner off of my racket. It would be his error. It would be an unforced error off of his due to him not knowing what my goal was Hmm. to get one single point off of him. That if he, again, that's what the poker guys were saying. If he knew, I'd have no chance. If he didn't know and he was just screwing around, he didn't care about losing a point, he might hit one wide, long. So... I am uh, recanting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, I ruminate a lot about hey, what yeah, I say. At least I, don't just, at least I don't just forget it. Don't recant. You yeah. have people out there yeah. like Wiseman who believe in you, man. Now, Steve, I hate to tell you. <laughs> I have some new opinions of my own. How, fu- how funny was that Mike tennis coach, Kelly, coming on? Right. Just like, yeah, that's no, not, chance. I mean, yeah no chance. Yeah, no chance. Oh, okay, better cool. shot than Del Tufo still. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Him scoring a goal on a NHL goalie. Get out of here. Trip over the blue line. <laughs> oh, it was a Zamboni. Yeah, it's not my fault. It wasn't a... Yeah, they were ice chips. You know, what I love, you know what I love most about Wimbledon, though? Everyone gets so dressed up. Oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. Look and clean. they just drink champagne, and it's the oh, strawberries Pim's, and cream. Cup. Oh, dude. I want to go to that in the worst way. Do you have the proper... Attire? Yeah. You'll get it. You'd have to go shopping. <laughs> I mean, you've seen me dressed up for the Emmys. Yeah. yeah but that's, that's not, not Wimbledon. That's not, that's not Center Court Wimbledon. Though. That's not like running into royalty. And by royalty, I mean James Bond. Hmm. You're right. You you know, I mean, t- I would go shopping. Okay? You didn't have a tie on for the Emmys. You had sneakers on. Yeah, come on. You can't You can't wear, wear your... I bought a new pink tie. Your Air Jordans. Oh, right, you can't. You got to come. You got to come. Not correct. But I want to do it. How great is that? It's so awesome. Right? It's great. Everyone's just like... Even even Prince William and, and Kate's son, that kid is so dapper. Dude. Well, he's rich. He better be dapper. He's, <laughs> yeah, he, he's going to be the king. I get it. I'm just saying. He's super good to be dapper. the king. Right? He's going to be the king. He better look like a million. This little king. kid is like, man, he's so good looking. This little He's all buttoned up and he's politely clapping. Yeah, yeah. You're not, uh, you're, what, what, you're not, I don't even know if you're in line in any succession. <laughs> not even my own house. In your own house. <laughs> That is the center court. It's great. I love it. By, by, by the way, too, that match. What a great Ugh. setup. Alcaraz, Jokovic, young, it, 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 young guy who just a, lost to him in the French. To. He's trying to get yeah, the Grand yeah, exactly. Slam for the year, which hasn't been done since 1969. And he was close, man. You're hoping to watch this match, one versus two. Yeah. And it, it totally lived up to the hype. It was great. And I can't get a point of Alcaraz. Yeah. <laughs> 